Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Sacramento Kings were able to light that beam somewhere between halftime and the fourth quarter, that third quarter range, I guess. Uh, once again, the Lakers get blown out without Anthony Davis and uh, again without Russell Westbrook, without Austin Reeves. They are super shorthanded and the game went about as you would expect. At one point in last night's game, the Lakers were on defense, and on multiple occasions, Kevin Herter went down in there among multiple Lakers and grabbed physical rebounds. And at that at that moment, <laughs> right then and there, Rob Polinka probably should have called somebody and said, all right, enough, give me a wing. Uh, give me somebody taller than six foot three. Give me somebody who can ride the Superman ride at Six Flags. Anybody. Anybody who can come here and play basketball and not get stuck in DeMontis Sabonis' navel. Anybody. But no, my guess is they're going to come out of this and, and their takeaway is going to be that they don't need any help because they're too far away from contention. And we're going to be stuck watching a bunch of tiny people play a sport where being tall really matters. And the good news is those tiny people can't shoot either to make up for being tiny people. If I sound like I'm losing my mind, it's because I hate losing to the freaking Kings. <laughs> it's because I hate getting blown out by the stupid Kings. And because even while the Lakers were competitive with those stupid Kings, you knew in your heart of hearts, that eventually they were probably going to get blown out by those stupid kings. Once again, Darvin Ham started the game small and had Lonnie Walker in there um, with at small forward with uh, Dennis Schroeder and Patrick Beverly out there at the guard positions. And once again, Lonnie Walker just looked like he kind of floated through the game. And, you know, it's very clear. Look, I... Should this be the case? Probably not. But it, it appears to be the case that Lonnie Walker um, needs time on the ball to get his confidence up and to stay engaged in the game. And obviously, when you play alongside LeBron, you're not going to get a bunch of time on the ball. But if you're out there with LeBron and Dennis Schroeder and Patrick Beverly, then you're not going to get almost any time on the ball. And you, and the Lakers at that point are then turning it, turning arguably their best available athlete right now that... Um, that, that Anthony Davis is hurt and you're turning that guy into a spot up shooter. It's just, I, I don't, I don't get the approach. I think they've really kind of ruined what appeared to be an exciting season, uh, you know, at the beginning of it before Dennis Schroeder got back and, and before Darvin Ham decided that Patrick Beverly absolutely had to start. Um, at, at some, look, look, you're, you're well below 500 and this idea that, like, there are people written in Sharpie in the starting lineup who aren't LeBron James and aren't Anthony Davis when he's healthy is just ridiculous. It's, 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 it's locker room politics. It's a rookie head coach refusing to back down to vets. It's all of the worst things that you could kind of envision here. And, and it's hurting the Lakers. You know, it really is. They are playing at a talent deficient deficiency every night. And if they're playing at both a talent deficiency 
and a coaching deficiency every night, then you're going to lose a lot. And, you know, I think Darvin Ham has done a lot of good, but I think his lineups are going to continue shooting the Lakers in the foot right at the beginning of these games. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it's too bad. Lonnie Walker is a really exciting young player. And, uh, you know, the hope here should have been that you would get another Monk situation where he plays himself out of his current contract. But if they keep trotting him out there in these multi-guard lineups, I mean, I guess on the plus side, that means that Lonnie probably returns because his his uh, his offers would would not be worth opting out of his current contract. And then, you know, maybe you have some partial bird rights. I, guess. I don't know. I, it's just all of this. It's just it was a really frustrating night. Um, and it was a frustrating night because a lot of the things that we all knew were going to be a problems are still problems. And the Lakers as a front office, as an organization, as a culture, refuse to address those, those problems. And until they do, I'm going to be sitting here hosting the same freaking podcast night after night after night and having the same freaking conversation night after night after night until the season is just like over. And they're nearing that point. You know, the, the the West might be mid, but the Lakers can't fall so far behind in the next month or so that, that any trade doesn't... I, it's one thing to say, yeah, we don't want to make a trade until it's clear that trade vaults us back into title contention. But now it, you're, you're, you're holding off on making a trade until that trade vaults you back into playoff contention? And, and you're going to wait so long that no deal really gets you back to that point? It's this whole thing is just ridiculous. It's really kind of sad. It it was actually depressing to watch LeBron play minutes late in that fourth quarter, with the only the sole purpose of being out there, being scoring as many points as he can before he he gets put on the bench, so that he can continue to pursue Kareem's all time scoring record. It, it was just the, all of this. It's just sad. It's depressing. It's it it's shit. One last quick note on the game. Stop playing Kendrick Nunn. Man was out there for 11 minutes, didn't record a single stat, a single positive counting stat. This dude might be one of the worst basketball players I have ever seen on the Lakers, and I have watched Robert Sacre. I have watched Tyler Ennis. I have watched Damian Jones earlier this year when he didn't know that he was allowed to sweat on a basketball court. I have watched some really bad basketball, especially since Dr. Jerry Buss died. And Kendrick Nunn ranks up there as the worst Laker to, uh, that I have ever had to watch ever play basketball for the team I root for. Stop playing him. I don't care if, you, if you're thin. I don't care if, 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 if playing him means that you have, to, you, know, you have to play him to go five on five. Go Hoosiers. Go full Hoosiers. Play four on five. Keep that dude on the bench. I'm done. He's not an NBA basketball player. He's a contract to be moved later, and that's it. Speaking of contracts to be moved later, I uh, wrote this for Silver Screen and Roll earlier today. The Lakers' best chance of competing after Anthony Davis' injury is still trading Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook accepting a role off the bench and sticking with it despite the losses has been one of the cooler stories this NBA season. He deserves a ton of credit for all of that and receives it on basically every national telecast, but what the Lakers can't afford to do is mistake improvement for actual production. With Anthony Davis out for the foreseeable future, 
if Rob Polinka wants to save this season, which is obviously still a discussion, he still needs to move Westbrook and soon. Davis and LeBron James, at their best, widened margins for error on either side of the ball. With Davis now gone for an unknown length of time and James starting to look more like himself, but still clearly working to recover from a couple early nagging injuries, the Lakers can't afford to be as bad on the margins as they've been. When they traded for him, Westbrook was supposed to help with those margins, at least in theory, but it clearly hasn't played out that way. And look, if Davis is indeed out for a longer stretch than this initial month, as honestly seems to be the case based on how everyone involved has handled the information, there probably is no point in trying to save this season. The Lakers are only ever going to go as far as James and Davis will take them, and with one out at least a month, may as well start positioning yourself for next year and beyond. That said, if the Lakers think this season can be saved, then they can't afford to wait for Davis to come back to address the many issues with this roster, and their best path in that regard is still turning Westbrook's $47 million into a few role players on smaller deals, preferably on the wing. The other part of this is Westbrook's play itself. He has never shot this poorly from the floor since his rookie season. He's still one of the league's worst three-point shooters. He's turning the ball over more than any other player per 48 minutes. On top of all of that, he's still an inconsistent defender at best. Westbrook may be better than he was last year, but by no means has he been good, and he's playing the fifth most minutes per game on the roster. So between Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, and Patrick Beverly, the Lakers arguably have three of the most inefficient guards in the NBA, all on expiring contracts, and all of whom are taking minutes from players who probably are more deserving at this stage of their careers, though none has basically been taken out of the rotation. The Lakers could hope to get away with this with James and Davis playing at their optimal levels, but that won't be the case for at least a month and probably longer. The last point on this extends beyond just this season. If Westbrook, Nunn, and Beverly are traded for someone whose contract extends beyond this season or who the Lakers are confident they can re-sign, then organizationally they can achieve some forward momentum. We couldn't say that about last year. It was just a loss outside of finding Austin Reeves. Sure, the Lakers can talk about being championship or bust, but that isn't how cultures are built and nurtured. At some point, you need to make progress, and consecutive lost seasons actively deter that idea. So sure, we can all acknowledge how cool it's been to watch Westbrook potentially extend his career by accepting the role Darvin Ham has outlined for him, but he still isn't who the Lakers need to hopefully turn the season around or, at the very least, survive the next month or so. If saving this season is even remotely on the table, they don't have the luxury of time. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Make sure you check out uh, Raj's conversation after last night's game about that game. If you don't want to relive whatever the hell that was, uh, make sure you check out the conversation I had with Jovan Buha of The Athletic. Um, we had a great conversation that is jam-packed with stuff um, that I'm sure is at the forefront of your mind, whether that's uh, the Lakers trade market and how that's looking, whether it's information on Anthony Davis's uh, foot injury that we still know staggeringly little about, um, whether it's about LeBron James's response to how the season has gone and uh, the repeated subtweets that he keeps sending in the front office's direction, um, all of that and and some uh, beyond even all of that. So check out that conversation. It's right here on this very feed. Hit that subscribe button. 
rate, review, all that good stuff. Until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one. And you know what? We'll see about a show uh, later tonight, uh, a Lakers lounge later tonight. Uh, I might give the team the night off and let everybody go off on their merry way into the holiday weekend. Um, So if so, I do want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys a ton for all of your support this year. If they want to come on here and talk about this team, um, I have a bunch of sickos on my team, and that might actually be the case. But if if uh, if they do, then we will be live around 6 p.m. Pacific or so. If not, again, happy holidays. Please be safe this holiday season, and we will talk to you guys next week. Until then, I'm Anthony Irwin. Saying have a good one, everybody.